Our national parks have always been there for us, standing as silent reminders of who we are and what it means to be an American. They're full of history, of memories, of majesty. But now these great American treasures need our help. I'm Richard Dreyfus, asking you to help preserve America's national parks. Visit AmericansForNationalParks.org today, because there's just too much to lose. This is a public service announcement from Americans for National Parks and this radio station. I've heard of Bose for years, but I thought you had to be some electronic geek to appreciate the superior technology and sound that Bose is famous for. Well, I'm not too proud to admit that I was wrong. I found out that Bose is an advertiser on HealthyLife.net, so I just clicked through to check it out. Now I'm proud to say that my home is equipped with superior technology and amazing sharp and bold sound through my solid and compact Bose Wave radio and CD player. Thanks to HealthyLife.net and Bose, what a difference a click made. Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR, HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSR HealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is uh, the Enlightened Capitalism Hour with me, Dr. Pat Basile, uh the host of the Dr. Pat Show. And uh, we have a great show planned for you today. I want to thank everybody for listening and, and just sharing in what we call the spirit of opulence and what that means. Today's show is, uh, is one of these shows where each and every one of us gets to look at what's going on in our lives. How do we make life absolutely phenomenal? How do we create business that gives back to the community? How do we create an environment where we honor the people that work with us? Now, I want to just say this. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this award, but it is called the Best Boss Award. And uh, that is uh, an area that I'm quite familiar with since one of the research projects that I have done asked people about what the characteristics were of best bosses. And with, the, with me today, we're going to be looking at what it means to treat people in the workplace with the dignity of the human spirit. What does that mean to be able to go beyond and discover a deeper meaning to life, even in the workplace? So CEO and business entrepreneur Jeff Gitterman is going to be joining me today. He is the recipient of the nation's Best Bosses Award of 2004, uh, given by Fortune Small Business Magazine. And so he has lots to share with us. He's also the host of his own radio show, and you're going to hear about that as well. Jeff is the principal owner of Gitterman and Sachs, and that is located in Woodbridge, New Jersey. I'm very familiar with Woodbridge since I grew up uh, in the New Jersey area. Jeff has, and his organization specializes in working with uh, the academic community, and he has done so since 1997. He focuses on education and educating college and university professors, and he, you know, he works with people so that they're educated and informed about the finances in their lives. He's also joined uh, by his organization of people working with him. His career began at Merrill Lynch. And so he was instrumental in creating their 401K division. That was huge. Now we talk about 401Ks as if it's always been there. And I have to tell you that that's not the truth. Uh, for many of us that grew up in the corporate environment, we know that uh, it was a real uh, uh, early on in our careers there was no such thing as a 401K. And basically we were looking at pensions. So his work continues to uh, take people beyond what they know and incorporates the spirituality and finances together. And that's the blend. That's what enlightened capitalism is about. He is also the host of his own show called uh, Beyond Success, Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity. And what this show does, it challenges listeners to go beyond success 
and discover a deeper meaning to life. His guests have included uh, leaders in the field of business, politics, science, spirituality, and who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment. And so when, when Jeff comes to the show today, he's going to be talking about uh, his life experience, what he has done, and what his calling is right now. And I couldn't be more thrilled than to talk about what it means to be a best boss. I don't know uh, uh, what your experience is, but I bet if I ask you, can you think of who your best boss ever was, you'd be able to tell me. And then you'd be able to tell me what characteristics they had. So this is all part of what we're calling enlightened capitalism. Enlightened capitalism is the, the culmination of what we do in this life, whether it's buying, whether it's selling, whether it's creating business, whether it's uh, speaking uh, to a client or a customer, the bottom line is that you look and you hold the dignity of the human spirit first. You create a scenario where no one is harmed and you give back to the planet. And if you say, well, how the heck is that going to happen? No one's paying attention to that. It is happening. There are people doing it. They're doing it in many, many ways. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, more with the Enlightened Capitalism Hour and with Jeff Gitterman. Stay tuned, everyone. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Enlightened Capitalism Hour. And as I said before, I'm here with, believe it or not, one of New Jersey's best bosses, Jeff Gitterman. Jeff, you have no idea why this topic is so important to me. And, you know, we're talking about enlightened capitalism, and the bottom line is it's not just about, you know, making enlightened choices when we go to the store and we buy things. It's about how we run our companies and how enlightenment really moves into the realm of how we treat people in the workplace and what we do for the community. And you've been honored. What was that like? Um, Probably the best award I ever got. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I ended up with my best dad picture that I have hanging up in, that <laughs> in the office, but probably on an equal par, considering I didn't really know anything about it. My employees did it without um, me knowing about it. Entered me in the Forbes, um, I'm sorry, the Fortune magazine competition, and then um, it, it was it was a nice feeling. It kind of uh, made everything that you do feel like it was worth it. Well, you know, more than a nice feeling, I have to say this because, you know, my research really delves delves into this area uh, around managerial uh, integrity and managerial leadership and what it means for uh, uh, supervisors, managers, bosses to be viewed by their employees with a level of integrity, and you certainly have achieved that. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny because I've studied a lot of that also. I, I did some guest lecturing at some colleges on leadership, and it's definitely, to me, the only place that you want to be coming from. You know, it's almost like parenting. You know, if there's a sense of trust between the child and the parent, it allows the child to grow and to be creative and take on new challenges and feel like there's a safety net. Uh, you know, and when you have a leader that, that's inconsistent, and not giving you that level of comfort and, and safety, then it doesn't allow the employees to grow and evolve. Exactly. Now let's 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 step back for a minute because I, I really uh, would love for people to hear a little bit about your journey and where you've come from and how you got to this place where you have decided to incorporate the idea of, uh, let's call it spirituality, uh, into not only what you do and what you stand for, but into your life's passion. And in order to do that, the question I would ask you is, 
all along the way, here you are now, I'm just talking about this Best Boss Award. The question is this, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, I'd say the biggest obstacle I had to overcome was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. Ah. Uh, you know, I think that as a child I had a very good sense of spirituality and, and being and then got caught up in society and parental expectations and all of that and, and had a long struggle, you know, I, I'd say from the time I was maybe eight until the time I was 30, mm. trying to get back to just being the person that I, I was when I was a child. You know, I think that I, I'm not a traditional religious person at all, but that whole idea of becoming like a child to enter heaven holds so much fascination for me just from that perspective that, you know, it wasn't until I really got back to just being and not living through everybody else's expectations of what I should be, which I had just, you know, taken on on my own. I mean, it wasn't that anyone really gives you all of that and says you have to take it, but somehow we absorb it all and, and try to live our lives for usually everybody else but ourselves. That's really a challenge for so many people, isn't it? I mean, there are people that really uh, are that love us or that, that know us that would hope that we would do some things differently in our lives. <laughs> It, you know, I, I started seeing it as a prism, almost. If you could not prison, prism. And I started seeing that all of us were prism, and everybody was looking for the right reflection back from the people that they surrounded themselves with. And every time that you pushed yourself or expanded yourself or evolved yourself, you threatened everybody's reflection of what you were showing back at them about themselves. So it becomes very difficult to grow and evolve when you're in a circle of family and friends that you've been with for a long time because they live in a comfort of you constantly reflecting back to them who they believe they are. And as you change, it threatens that reflection. So they try to hold you back, not, not consciously, but they try to hold you back just because it threatens their world and who they are and, and their comfort zone. So it, it is very difficult to push beyond that and, and get the support of the people around you. It's usually much easier to find people who are ahead of you and try to get into that circle and get pulled into a higher circle. You know, the higher circle, let's talk about the higher circle, because the title of this, this show uh, or this hour that I'm doing is, um, is uh, Enlightened Capitalism. And uh, the title of your uh, show is called Beyond Success, Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity. Right. And I would like to see how beyond success, what happens when beyond success meets enlightened capitalism, <laughs> mm. so to speak. Uh, and, uh, and, and ask you about what it means. What does it mean, Jeff, to be in this place? where you are beyond success, and how does that show up in the work you do? Well, I think that, to me, it's a flip of a switch. So I look at everything as energy and then work from there. And what I see is that most people are sucking energy out of the world. You know, So to just put it in a materialistic viewpoint, most people are trying to get something out of the world. Right. And they're trying to fill this black hole. Because no matter what they get, it's never enough, and they get what they think they needed to be happy, and then it doesn't feel any different, and then they try to get more and more and more. So <laughs> that's one way of operating in the world, and that's the way that 90, probably 8% of the world operates. And then some people get this switch flip where they realize it's not about what they can get, it's about what they can get. And when that switch flips, that's when, you, well, that's when success meets enlightened capitalism. When you realize that you're here as a creative, energetic force to contribute something to the world and it's not about what you can get from the world, that's when your whole life changes and you start living from this idea of contribution and becoming the best that you can be only because you want to see what that does when it meets the world, not because you want to see what that will give you from the world. You know... How does all of this 
resonate with you? How does the conversation about beyond success take us, of course, into the workplace? But from a personal perspective, you know, what have you had to look at in your life to understand this aspect of giving back? Well, I mean, it's a hard dynamic because so often we're so caught up in the dynamic of what we're getting and what we deserve that it's really difficult to start looking yourself squarely in the face and say, how often am I operating from a place of what do I get out of this? And, and that's true in your personal relationships and in the business world. It's, this carries through over so many things. People are just hardwired to operate from that viewpoint and, and to really look yourself squarely in the face and say, am I really, you know, am I, am I mowing the lawn for my husband when he comes home because I really want to do that? Or am I doing it because I expect something out of it from him? I expect some level of gratitude when he gets home. And, and that that switch that I was talking about is there in every single relationship. It's there in every business situation. It's there in every personal relationship. And to really be 100% open to examining where you're coming from on a, on a constant basis is a difficult challenge. It's not easy to do that. It's just not how we're wired. It's not how we're put up. It's not what society reinforces. And to really come from that perspective as much as possible is is difficult and it's challenging. A lot of times you'll see things in yourself that you don't really like. And it's a lot easier for most people to avoid that than to really look at it and say, geez, I am, you know, a little bit selfish when it comes to Or even to go or even to deny it and go into a place of denial. Right. I mean, yep. you're absolutely right, uh, about <clears throat> what it takes for someone to hold up the mirror and not with the idea I don't think Jeff, you're saying, let's hold up the mirror and beat ourselves up. No, not at all, because that, that <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that, because that, that's actually the, what most people do. Absolutely. Most people, if they're even willing to look at all, then throw judgment on top of looking. And what we're talking about is getting to a place of real non-judgmental observation, where you can say, hmm, I, you know, I'm really being selfish in this situation. Can I acknowledge that I'm being selfish and move on beyond that? Because judgment doesn't help anybody. I mean, it just literally stops you dead in your tracks and piles guilt on top of the selfish behavior in the first place. You know, I had a conversation last night. I did a show with um, a gentleman by the name of John English. And we were talking about the sacred masculine and what it means to let go of the guilt and shame, and that's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about how we carry around guilt. And uh, I wanted to ask you, in, this, in, in all of your experience, have you seen differences in, between men and women in the way that they are able to step to that place that you talk about the beyond success place, the redefining uh, the meaning of prosperity? Well, I mean, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) There are definitely differences. I don't think either one necessarily does it better. Uh, I just think that they process it uh, differently. I I think that men are just very good at avoidance and not dealing with their guilt and shame, and I think that that makes them typically, you know, highly defensive and sometimes angry out of it, and I think women kind of resonate more with it and and wear it on their sleeve. I'm not saying that either one is a better choice, but I think that men have a really good way of bearing it. I think that's why being very involved with handicapped children, I think that's why the divorce rate among parents of handicapped children is so enormously high, much higher than the average divorce rate in the country. Because when you're dealt with a stress like that that brings up guilt and shame in a, in a quick, high fashion, you find that men and women, because they deal with it so differently, don't come together on the issue at all. So it's a real wedge that, uh, that occurs because of the different way of processing it. In, 
you know, I gave an introduction of your, let's just say, your work right now, where you are and what you're doing. And your philosophy and your beliefs has led you to take your message out into the world in a big way. Right. And I mentioned uh, the uh, the show, radio show that you do on Voice America, which is Beyond Success, Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity. Let me ask you this, Jeff. Why do you believe the definition of prosperity warrants redefining? Well, uh, you know, you just have to look around society for what everyone is struggling for, and and everyone's struggling for the MTV image. And then all you have to do is delve just slightly deeper and start looking at all these people that are getting what everyone has deemed to be success and see the amount of depression and suicide and drug abuse that goes on in that world to really know that it's such a mixed message and we're not really giving our kids a really good, clear sense of what it means to be a success in life. Uh, you know, you ask a kid what it means to be a success in life, he says he wants to be like Kid Rock or, you know, whoever the flavor of the day is. And I've learned, thankfully, from my own experiences and also interviewing you know, many people around the world, that the only time people are really at peace with themselves is when they're expressing their true creative expression and when they're aligned with that. They find what that is and they bring that to the world in a beneficial way to the world. And that, that is the only way that I've really seen people that are successful. And, and that doesn't, that, that could be the plumber and that could be the piano player and it could be the spiritual teacher. There, there's no difference between the three if they're passionate about what they're doing and they're doing it because they love doing it and they love bringing that joy about what they're doing to the world. But it, it has to be like that. Uh, you, you don't find many people that hate their job that are happy. You know, it has to be, in, in my opinion, a combination of finding work that expresses your true creative joy. And, and that's really the message that I'm trying to bring. And what I'm trying to elevate that to is if I can get corporate leaders to see that by allowing their employees, by, by making that the number one driver of the business, to get all of their employees to be the biggest expression of their own creative joy that they can be, even if that means they want to believe in the company, will take that company to a level that they can't even imagine at this point. There is no doubt about that at all. And, you know, what a what an honorable uh, goal to have uh, because who doesn't want to work in an organization that uh, um, that is joyful? I mean, you're talking about is really creating uh, an, uh, an energy in the workplace that some people think is gone forever, honestly, Jeff. Uh, and, you know, when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about this. We're going to talk more about what it means to move beyond success. And I'm here with Jeff Gitterman, and uh, we're here in the Enlightened Capitalism Hour of the Dr. Pat Show. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, more with Jeff Gitterman and Beyond Success. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Why do you exist? What is the purpose of Earth? Do the stars really hold the answer to your spiritual path? These questions and more are revealed through a private astrological consultation with spiritual astrologer Martin Montez for an in-depth and empowering interpretation of your birth chart outlining your spiritual path. Visit CosmicCuisine.com That's CosmicCuisine.com and let Martin Montez give you the answers. 
What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from your mission if you choose to accept it is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals dreams and vision the inquiring mind is your partner listen fridays at 11 a.m as stephanie durham professional life coach presents aces authenticity choices empowerment and success Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. Call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24-7 radio network for a better future. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Dr. Pat Show. This is our Enlightened Capitalism Hour. I'm here with Jeff Gitterman. Uh, Jeff is the principal owner of Gitterman and Sachs, and uh, he has done so many things to bring a different conversation about work, about business, about who we are. He has done an incredible job in doing that and bringing that message to people all over the world. He is also the host of Beyond Success, Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity, and he challenges each and every one of us to go beyond success and to discover the deeper meaning in life. And that's what we are doing here. You know, Jeff, I love the way that you described working with leaders of businesses so that the people that work work with them could be a full expression of the creativity and joy. And one of the things that I read in the announcement that announced you as best boss and it's it's called New Jersey's Best Boss Proves Nice Guys Don't Finish Last. That is really the paradigm shift. Now, let's get to the original phrase, right? What's the phrase that we use? Uh, well, that they finish, that they finish last. That they finish last. Nice guys and you know, guys, gals, whatever you want to. But nice people finish last. Isn't that the crux of what you're trying to turn around? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a consultant out in California, Yasuhiko Kimura, who calls this win-win-win, where in a business negotiation, I win, you win, and the world wins. And it, can we move business to that kind of paradigm where that's an expected result? You know, the, the old expected result is I come to a business negotiation and, and one guy's walking out the winner. And it is a real paradigm shift to have two people come to a business meeting and say, you know, right up front, how can both of us walk away a winner and on top of that have it contribute something to the world so the world wins as well. And and that is, you know, like you said, it's a big paradigm shift, but if the world's going to survive the next hundred years, it's certainly one that is needed. And I don't see any other vehicle for changing the world that's available to us other than corporate America. I really don't see any other place where the money, time, energy, and open architecture exists except for within corporations. 
governments don't have it, religions don't have it, politics, you're never going to find an open architecture there. It's already divided. But a corporation has no gender, it has no religion, it has no borders. It's the one place where people gather together for a common goal. And if we can shift the common goal from profit to expansion and growth of the world, then we might be able to to save this planet. (laughs) (laughs) And each and every one of us has a part to play in this. This is, if you're listening to this radio show right now, and you're thinking, you know, well, how can I do something? I mean, Jeff, what do we say to people that are listening that are thinking, well, you know, that's for that Jeff guy, and, uh, you know, I'm not sure that I can do anything right here, you know, in my little job. I'm barely getting by. Yeah, I mean, certainly that's why what we teach corporate leaders is how to really encourage and force, uh, evolve their employees. So when we're going out doing consulting, you know, a lot of the times when we do coaching, and, and believe me, I'm a huge fan of coaching, so this is in no way a knock of coaching. I run w- with coaches regularly. Um, but what I'm saying is that sometimes the way that we're doing something a little different here is that we're actually trying to teach the corporate leader how to expand the consciousness of their employees. So we're working on the relationship between the employer and the employee. And we're working on giving the employees the tools to actually start living in life differently than they might have in the past. And the the problem is, and, and you're well aware of this, is that most people think that they'll change when the world gives them the opportunity to change. When when something comes into their life, when they have a little bit more money or they have some more freedom or their kid grows up, there's always all of these steps that the world has to provide first before people are willing to change. And And I don't have to tell you that it just doesn't work that way. It works when you make a change, and then the world reflects the difference in you. Um, and and it's, it's a big leap in belief, because most people believe that the world is what it is, and they're subject to the world delivering them and bringing them whatever it does. And the truth of the world is, and it's getting out more and more and more. You probably heard of the movie The Secret and What the Bleep and, and all these great movies that are now coming out the forefront. The truth of the world is that it's based on your beliefs and it reflects back to you what you believe. And that's the law of attraction and that's the way that this universe works. So you have to change your beliefs first, but that's a huge leap. And unless there's a environment like a business where you're nurtured on a daily basis to help you make that shift, most people aren't going to make it on their own. So what I'm looking at is, is how to get businesses to provide the framework, the groundwork, the structure to allow people to start evolving their own belief system about how the world works and how they can be operating in the world. So it, it doesn't take much. I mean, it takes somebody to change within the business, and and then it just becomes like a domino effect. But well, it, it has to be reinforced. It takes someone with a vision, Jeff. I mean, what you're talking about is having a vision. I mean, let's talk about the starting point because you have a vision, and somehow that vision came to you in terms of what you were to be like uh, as a boss, but more importantly, what you were to do to take your message out into the world. Now, when you work with CEOs and um, leaders of organizations, how do you approach them to change their vision of what it's like to build relationships with employees and with other companies? Well, it, it's, it's all about taking them through a graduated process. So, in other words, and I don't mean that as, as the actual mentoring or coaching part. What I mean is that, you have to start just getting people to see some simple truths about the way that the world works. So one simple truth would be that if you want to make a living, you have to contribute something to earn money. That's just a basic fact that everybody can grasp and handle. So if I want to feed my family, I've got to find a job, I've got to go to work, and in going to work, I'm contributing something. I'll buy it maybe on a small scale, but I'm contributing something that is allowing for this money to flow back into my life to feed my family. So we already understand the innate nature of the universe, that 
I contribute something and I get something back. So what we're trying to say to employers is that it, the more people we can get in the business to start buying into the fact that the greater my contribution becomes, the more I attract and the more comes back to me from the world, the more we can have a geometrical growth of the business. So it's... Literally, just taking people through this basic fact that the universe works this way. I mean, if I sit in my house and I do nothing, I'm not going to win the lottery, I'm not going to get a paycheck, I'm not going to fall in love. So obviously, I'm doing something on a daily basis to attract things into my life. So if I can start with just that basic principle and I could just see that, then maybe I could start taking the leap into the fact that maybe the more I contribute and the greater my contribution to other people and to the world, the more I'm going to bring back into my own life. You know, that is the key fact about what we put out and what we put our attention on, expand, is, right. is so critical. I mean, it, it sounds like a very simple thing to talk about, Jeff. Like, if you put your attention on being angry and putting anger out in the world, that it's actually going to expand. But if you put your attention on joy, that will expand. And when we come back from this break, Jeff, what I would love to talk with you about is a, 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 a phrase which I've gotten to know uh, a little bit from reading your, your information, and that is collective intelligence. When we come back here with Jeff Gitterman, you're listening to the Enlightened Capitalism Hour right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. In the long run, humans cannot tolerate ecstasy deprivation, said Felicitas Goodman, anthropologist. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about ecstatic wisdom postures discovered by Goodman and taught by certified teacher Deborah Milton. The practice combines body postures with rhythms, which expands consciousness, nurtures belonging, and nourishes aliveness. Milton is teaching both in Seattle and Blacktail Ranch, Montana in August. For more information, go to www.debramilton.com. That's D-E-B-O-R-A-H-M-I-L-T-O-N.com. NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication, allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind. NLP provides a system of knowledge and values, procedures, and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others. When you learn how to practice NLP, you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Anything. Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, the same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcasting coders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. Earthchannel.com com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live Earthcast right now. So come to earthchannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call earthchannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's 800-849-8978. I'm Dr. Pat Vasily, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. 
everyone. That's what we're about, positive energy power right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Enlightened Capitalism Hour. I'm here with Jeff Kitterman, and as I mentioned before, recently honored by Fortune Small Business Magazine uh, as being one of our nation's best bosses. Huge title. Uh, he's also been featured in Money Magazine and uh, many, many other commercial spots. He is he is known for the work that he is doing with organizations as well as his hit radio show, Beyond Success, Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity. And before break, we, we were talking about two things. We were talking about what it means to attract things in your life that you want and, and what can, you can do to avoid uh, attracting things that you don't want. And I asked Jeff about a term that he has coined, I believe, collective intelligence. And so, you know, Jeff, let's talk about that a minute because you, you are quoted as saying without collective intelligence, I think most corporations are missing a spiritual message. Right. And most people would say, wait a minute, we can't do this spiritual stuff in organizations. So let's hear what you have to say about how you have created a platform for this to happen. Well, the first thing I would say is I, I, I can't take credit for the term. Okay. Um, I have to give that credit. I, I believe uh, it came out of MIT with uh, Otto Schaumer and Peter Senge. <clears throat> what they're doing around the country, working with some really big corporations, is kind of a, also out of the basis of the book that was out, Wisdom of the Crowds, is can you get a group of people together and have them focus on something, and does that bring the overall level of intelligence up at all. Now, what I think sometimes is missing out of that is that there isn't a common, really shared, long-term uniform purpose in that collective group. Now, what has been found in some spiritual circles, uh, I've mentioned Andrew Cohen and some of the work that he's doing in enlightened communication, is that if you get a group of people together who are completely sharing on a a very uniform basis, a common purpose. So maybe it's the expansion of the business in a purposeful way that helps the community, or maybe it's just it's the involvement of the employees within the business and their own evolution. When you get a group of people together who are doing that, then you can drop ego and you can have a experience of elevated states of consciousness that bring much higher levels of intelligence to the group. And it allows people to make shifts and changes within the group that they couldn't make on their own. So I, sometimes I like to even take the word spiritual out, but I guess in this show we can use it. And the only reason I like to take it out is because for some reason it seems to scare a lot of people in the business world. But what we're saying is can you get a group of people together on a shared common basis to evolve their own ability to think and act in the world on a higher and moral and ethical standard, which will increase the contribution that the business can make to the community and the world and will increase, therefore, what that business attracts back to itself, just like we were talking about before. And that, you know, that's what I love about what you and I talk about. Uh, and people have said to me, well, what, what is your show about? I mean, what are you doing? You're like on the air 12 live hours and 20 total hours a week, and what do you do? And I say, you know, we, what we're talking about is shifting the vibration. They said, well, you know, how often do you use that spirit word? And, you know, Jeff, honestly, we don't have to use that spirit word in order to get the message out that there is room to honor the dignity of the human spirit. Don't you think? Uh, absolutely. And, and not only that, what I like to use is if you just stick with the word evolution. I, I, we've been evolving for 140,000 years on this planet. I mean, I don't think, I mean, aside from some religious camps, there's not much argument about the fact that we've been evolving. And even if you want to say just that we've been human for 140,000 years, you know, for that period of time, we've certainly evolved and grown, and the world has evolved and grown around us. But for the first time ever, we're actually really aware of the fact that we've been evolving. So if we can take that awareness of our own evolution into the present, and say, if I am evolving, maybe I can actually put some pressure on that and try to evolve even quicker and put my attention on just that evolution of evolvement. Maybe we can move everything along a little bit quicker. And the reason that I, I think that we need that is just like 
Albert Einstein said, he can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. Well, if he said that, he must have understood that inherently there were higher states of mind that you can go to. And the world has a lot of problems that we've created, and if we're going to solve any of those problems, we're not going to solve them with our current way of thinking. So we need some pressure on ourselves to evolve so that we can handle and answer the problems that exist in the world today. And, and how does that relate to what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about, uh, you know, what we attract multiplies and the exponential value of that and how we step out into, you know, the next level of problem solving to create an opening for, for spirit or for the problem to be solved at a different level? Well, I, I, if I, I could briefly just go through the things that we take people through in the book and, and also in the coaching that we do. Basically, what we're talking about is attention. So it's attention, not intention. So if you look at the word attention, it says when you place the mind on an object. That's the Webster's Dictionary version of it. Now, when you place your mind on an object, it can also just be thought and belief. So what we're talking about is using your attention in a way where you're constantly reflecting on your own thoughts and beliefs. And what does that do for you? Well, you know what it does for you. Whatever you're putting your attention on on a regular basis is what you attract into your life. Now, most people don't see it that way, though. Most people see things coming into their life and then think that they believe the way they do because they're seeing those things come into their life. And what we're trying to get people to is a shift where they start understanding that the things are coming into their life to show them that they have so that they can look at those beliefs and see whether they're, they're working for them anymore or not. And if they're not working for them, drop them and move on. Now, the way that we take people through getting to that point is the first thing we do is we teach everybody to spend at least 15 minutes a day meditating. And it's not meditating for any particular goal. If you want a better body, you go to the gym and work. If you want a better mind, you go to college and you learn something at college. And I know that you have to go to break, but if you want to use your attention in a more powerful way, you have to start seeing how weak your attention is now. And you do that by some form of meditation that you do every day to train your mind. Well, let's continue this conversation because this is really an important part. And I want to talk with you, Jeff, about meditation because there are different different ways to look at that. But it's so important to really get centered. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, more with Jeff Gitterman and the Enlightened Capitalism here right on HealthyLife.net. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication, allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind. NLP provides a system of knowledge and values, procedures, and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others. When you learn how to practice NLP, you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. Anything. Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you feeling stuck, heavy, or crusted over in some part of your life? Have you lost your spark? Would you like help realizing your dream? Do you know what you want? Call Dr. Pat Vasily, certified career and belief coach, who wants to help you stop those negative thoughts that keep you running in circles. This award-winning author and researcher, Dr. Pat Vasily, brings a powerful, innovative approach to helping individuals live life full out. Call 206-523-5522 for a free consultation. 
That's 206-523-5522. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. In college, I took a lot of history and liberal arts classes, and frankly, I don't remember much of any of it. But as an adult, I find myself engrossed in fascinating programs on the A&E and History Channel. They pretty much helped me to be pretty impressive at social functions, and I just found out today that I can purchase DVDs of my favorite A&E and History Channel programs right through HealthyLife.net. You should visit HealthyLife.net and order your favorite A&E and History Channel program DVDs as well, and then discover how many people you can impress during your next social occasion. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Enlightened Capitalism Hour with me, Dr. Pat Basui, part of the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out more, go to www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com, and you can find out all of the ways we are reaching out. Um, effective uh, mid-September, we will have a radio reach of about 10 million people, and we want to encourage each and every one of you to tune in and tell your friends so you can listen to shows like this, Conversations with Jeff Gitterman. Jeff, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank and uh, I want to make sure that folks have your information. They know how to find out more about you, about your upcoming book. So let's give that out. It's www.gobeyond.org. That's gobeyond.org. Now, you know, in, in the conversations we're having and, and definitely talking about during break, uh, there is a vision for the world, and you have this vision. And in in this last segment, I wish you would, you know, share your vision for the world and what role you play in enacting it. Hmm. <laughs> well, I, I just always had, I mean, maybe it sounds weird, but I've just always had this vision since I was a little kid that I chose to come back to teach. And uh, I, this is going to sound really strange, but when I was about seven or eight years old, I was walking through a county fair, and a woman came up to me and grabbed me by the hand and said, you're going to grow up and be really successful in white-collar corporate America so that you can deliver a message there that they would only live. resonated with me for the rest of my life. So now here I am. I own this financial planning firm, and we're the number one financial planning firm for IMG financial advisors in the country, and got 45 employees, and we bring in over $100 million a year in assets, and we manage about a billion dollars in assets. So I wound up here, and yet wasn't really happy. So I had all that financial success, but until I started going back to my roots and really started teaching the messages that I teach today and using that success to try to change the environment within ING and to also make a change through the radio show and in the world and to get people to see that nobody's going to be happy making a million dollars a year. I mean, you might think you will be, and the higher lasts for two years maybe. But after that, you'll either get stuck on making more and more and more or you'll wake up and finally realize that it's only when you are really focused on how you can take your unique talent that only you have and share them in an expressive, joyous way with the world through the work that you do that you'll ever really feel fully and truly successful. So by teaching business leaders, my small role in this is by teaching business leaders to allow their employees an environment where they can do that, I think and hope will have some ripple effects down into the world over time that will start to change things in the right direction. I certainly don't see myself as being alone. I mean, there are some great leaders out there today who are doing, you know, work that's much bigger than the work that I'm doing, but 
I certainly see myself as having a part in hopefully shifting the world in the right direction. And you are definitely doing that. And really, Jeff, thank you. I mean, this has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation with you because it really does allow people to step into that place where hope lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, there are many people that are going to listen to this show that are going to think, wow, I want to work for him. And what we want to tell people is you need to get Jeff, Jeff to come into your organization so Jeff can work with your boss. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, that would be great. Um, and also, we'll have a book coming out at the end of the year that will be called Go Beyond the Four Pillars of Attention. And it will just take people through what they can do in their own individual lives to start really connecting in a higher way to their own energy and their own ability to really make the world a better place. So, you know, it just takes one person. You know, it really it doesn't take a whole world. It takes one person at a time. Well, thank you, Uh, Jeff. I mean, thank you so much for joining the show today, and we definitely will bring you back so that you can uh, share your new book. When is the book coming out? You said I'm hoping by January. Great publishing world, but I'm hoping by January. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. Good luck with your book and your show. You do a great job. We really need more people like you around the world. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you all. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will be closing the show. is for everyone, any race, religion, gender, and age, anyone that wants to know more about who we are, why we're here, and how the universe works. A wide and varied range of people with different backgrounds are drawn to HUNA and attend the biannual HUNA workshop. Healthcare professionals, therapists, lawyers, managers, educators, professional athletes, college students, and people just like you. If you're interested in a more spiritual view of the world, if you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then HUNA is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to HUNA.com and learn about the September 9th through the 17th HUNA event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and receive a special discount. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, this same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcasting coders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. Earthchannel.com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live Earthcast right now. So come to earthchannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call earthchannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's 800-849-8978. Back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is our Enlightened Capitalism Hour. And Jeff Goodman has been with us today. Jeff, would you please, if you would, share your personal message for our listeners today? Well, it's pretty simple, although it sounds challenging to people, but it's just about finding your own inner joy and expressing that in the world and trusting that that's what the world wants and it'll give you back everything you need if you share your gifts and unique abilities with the world. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you, you, Dr. Pat. Great show. Thank you all. Thank you here at HealthyLife.net. And until next week, 
make sure you make yourselves a fabulous, fabulous day and take your gifts out into the world. We'll see you next week right here on HealthyLife.net. Blessings to you today. I'm Dr. Lucy Papillon, the host of Breaking Through. I know that as you listen to my show, you will discover new ways to move to the highest possibilities in your life, no matter how many blocks you are experiencing right now. Find powerful and exciting ways to approach all that's occurring in your life by tuning into my show each Friday afternoon from 2 until 3 Pacific Standard Time, right here on Healthy Life. You have the same idea as me. I want to work out and feel good, but I want to look good doing it. But looking good can be expensive, so instead, get the workout gear you need at prices you can afford, and you don't even have to exercise more than a couple of fingers to do it. Visit Activist Sports right on HealthyLife.net and check out the excellent and affordable running, walking, and training footwear and apparel. Activist Sports has it all in active gear for women right here on the advertiser page on HealthyLife.net. 2012, Your Choice, an Ascension Symposium, held at the Courtyard by Marriott in Santa Fe, New Mexico, September 29th through October the 2nd. Now is the time to invest in your spiritual growth. At the 2012 Your Choice and Ascension Symposium, you will step into a star-studded lineup including James and Sally Redfield, Daniel Brinkley, Terry Cole Whitaker, Michael Peter Langevin, Shri Kara, and more celebrity speakers. In fact, HealthyLife.net's very own radio show host, Barbara Marks Hubbard, Lynn Andrews, and Moira Shepard will be speaking at 2012 Your Choice and Ascension Symposium. So ignite your imagination. Get inspired with love, hope, and a positive vision of the future. Sign up for the 2012 Your Choice and Ascension Symposium today and get discounted tickets. To find out more and get your discounted tickets, visit their website, 2012ascensionsymposium.com, or call 877-421-6805. That's 877-421-6805. Welcome to the Wildlife with your hosts Wendy Nan Reese and Alana Chasen. Pet lifestyle advisor Wendy Nan Reese, author of No Barking at the Table, and Alana Chasen, pet specialist and consultant to the stars, bring you a lifestyle magazine for pets through the magic of internet radio. We are happy to be part of the HealthyLife.net family. Thanks, Linda. Stay with us. We'll be talking about your pet, your life, your style. The Wildlife. Good morning and welcome to The Wildlife. I'm your host, Wendy Nan Reese. And I'm Michael Senna. And today we want to wish Alana, I hope she feels better. She's not here today with us, but we have a special guest host with us today who is going to be our guest, Dr. Um, Kevin. Kevin Schlanger, thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Kevin. Alana, Alana unfortunately, is taken ill, so uh, he's going to sub for her. And we feel very lucky about that, don't mm-hmm. we, Michael? We've got an expert with us today. <laughs> so last week you were on vacation. Today, poor Alana is not feeling well, and luckily Dr. Kevin is here with us. So thank you, Dr. Kevin, You're for being with welcome. us. You're very welcome. Not a problem. Today's show is going to be fun, exciting, and a little bit different. It's animal sexuality. Yes, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> <laughs> I have the animal magnetism. I figured we'd just like roll it right into animal sexuality, right? Yeah. Well, you know, and I mean, you, you had you had a lot of good questions on Monday, so <laughs> you even stumped me on a couple of them. The whole thing came about because we were we were discussing, you know, different different topics for the show, and I just it just popped into my head. What's the deal with a dog humping your leg? I mean, you know, you're obviously not another dog. Why do animals do that? And we just kind of started to roll with the topic, and we thought Dr. Kevin is the perfect person right. to answer not all a of these burning <laughs> questions. We do, and and we have a two minute tip on it, and that's definitely something we're going to have Dr. Kevin answer. We also have our regular segments of Kathy Stanley's Community Corner today. We have pots, pans, and pets, and I picked a recipe that's a little bit of a love type of <laughs> recipe for you and for everybody out there. So that's going to be fun. We, what other fun things do we have today? Uh, well, you know, we, I, I think it's mostly about the questions. There were so many <laughs> questions that popped up, you know. Um, you know, when you talk about animal sexuality, I, I mean, there's not one rule because it's such a wide body of things. So we're going we're gonna to be able to focus on, um, on 
on on mostly pets, I would say. Like I asked some questions about penguins, and that's a little bit out of the purview of, of most. We'll try. We'll try. We'll wing it. That, be may, right. that may be a zoology right, question. No, go on. I'm anyway, sorry, it just seemed like it was a, a lot of it was just like, hey, fill us in on what the deal is with some of this stuff. Like, um, well, you know, it, it's kind of normal for most humans um, <laughs> with integrity to have one mate for life. Um, you know, and sometimes you have two or three. But um, uh, were you lot, making an implication <laughs> to me and my three husbands? <laughs> or myself. Um, no, but I mean, uh, how many animals? Or well, let's talk about our pets, dogs and cats. I mean, uh, they don't really like have a single mate for life, but we know like some birds do. Like, for sure, yeah, there are plenty of species that that uh, will focus on a single mate for life, and many of them, even when they the migrating animals, they'll migrate, you know, thousands and thousands of miles, come back, and the same two will meet together. So that is amazing. Um, it, it's amazing. I mean, there's so many signals and pheromones and chemicals that that's you know we all know how con how how uh, convoluted the process is Fairies. for us. So you can imagine how. Uh, Yes. Pheromones, you hit on something because that fascinates me. And one of the things that I've done for the last 20 years is I create fragrances, whether it's for our shampoos or our wipes or even our doggy cologne. But yeah. pheromones fascinate me in that, you know, a thousand years ago or 2,000 years ago, we had the ability right. to smell in pheromones. And now they make fragrances with pheromones in them. There's one lady back east that did a study. She makes pheromones. She actually collects the sweat from 20-year-old women and turns it into this pheromone product that she sells that you put underneath your nose no, and it's dedicated. supposed to 